Welcome back to another Old Nerd, Young Nerd. I'm Derek. And I'm Todd. And today we will be discussing uh, Episode 7 of Season 4 of Cobra Kai, entitled Minefields. And it's a very apropos title, considering everything that happens um, in this episode. Yeah, a lot of crazy juxtapositions going on um, with with the different um, relationships in the Mm -hmm. show. But uh, why don't you kick us off? So the show starts um, with um, Anthony LaRusso, the the son of Daniel, in school, kind of talking to that girl that he likes, that the boy Kenny also likes. And, you know, the whole reason Anthony started bullying Kenny. And here we kind of see the same thing happen. The girl talks to him. He thinks that he wants it to be more than friendship. She wants to be friends. Uh, Then he sees her talking to Kenny, gets jealous. His friends start making fun of him. So they're in gym class. His friends are still making fun of him. He sees Kenny getting changed, so he steals his clothes. And Kenny runs out in the hallway, gets laughed at by a bunch of people because he's in his underwear. Yeah, why would you run out into the hall? I didn't get that whole thing. Like uh, trying to catch I, him, I, I guess. I, yeah, but I mean, geez, I, I don't know. I would have just been like, oh well. But yeah, what, but we're showing, seeing once again where Anthony is taking on the role of the bully. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you would think someone raised uh, by Daniel Larusso, who was bullied. Would not he himself raise a bully, but here we are. Well, and that that really feeds into what happens uh, throughout the rest of this episode. So, um, I, Dan- I, I, I just wanted to say, no, no, that's not a problem. I, I just wanted to say one other thing because, and this is where I'm talking about juxtaposition. Um, when uh, Anthony's uh, picking on Kenny, Kenny really is a good kid. Um. And yet, because of this one, and I think it's kind of, it needs to be pointed out here where they're talking about bullying, what can happen. Because of Anthony's bullying of Kenny, Kenny goes to Cobra Kai, which is the big bad kind of in the show. Um, and it shows that juxtaposition because normally in these type of situations where there's a bully situation, uh, the person being bullied in these traditional kind of roles, like in Karate Kid, he finds this kindly instructor to help him along. That's not what happens here with Kenny. Right. Kenny follows the bad guys. So, and 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 it is true. I mean, that's what that's what does happen in real life too. Like a kid gets bullied, so then he in turn goes to someplace that's going to what teach him to be a bully. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cyclical, but it's also a juxtaposition of a traditional story trope where uh, you have the kid that's getting picked on or whatever, runs away, finds this kindly instructor, whomever that may be, and then boom, you, you know, you come back and you, you, it's a feel good type of thing. But this doesn't want you to feel too good right away, or it really wants you to question more you know, how we, how we deal with each other. But I, I just wanted to bring that up because that was just like one of many different types of, you know, twisting of the story uh, of a traditional type of story that Cobra Kai does so well, the series. So I, I just wanted to go on that small little tangent. 
but it was still kind of relevant. So, no, you made a very good point. Um, and that's sort of, I guess, the juxtaposition, I guess, kind of plays into the next scene because w- one of the things Anthony stole was a Cobra Kai hoodie. And Daniel right. finds it in Anthony's room. And, you know, he said, well, what do you have this? And he's, oh, well, a kid, uh, I, I took it, I'm holding it for a friend. And then he said, well, no, really, the kid kind of, um, he played it off like the kid was bullying him. Yeah, but and see, this is what's the weirdest thing too. So then, why would you have his clothes? I mean, if he's bullying you, <laughs> how did you get his clothes? I like that's where it lost me. I, I'm like, come on, like that's how you're going to introduce this whole. No, that's highly suspect. You know, you, you like know. it's just like you no, know, it's never happened before where a bully has gotten his clothes stolen but, by the person he's being bullied. Well, you know, and, and just, here's here's the thing. Daniel's so blinded by his hate for Cobra Kai that he just assumes that, oh, of course the Cobra Kai kid's the bully here. Right. I'm going to teach my son Miyagi-Do to fight off these evil Cobra Kais. Mm-hmm. So he, he he tries to get Anthony to the dojo and tries to teach him a lesson because he thinks he needs to protect himself against Cobra Kai. Right, it, they, uh, he was going to do the whole wax on, wax off, but what, what did he say? What was the wording he used? Something like um, something and crap? Soap on, Scrubbing crap off. Cra- oh, yeah. Something yeah, like that. Because, you know, yeah. the, the classic cars that are at the dojo are all covered in bird crap. Uh-huh. So, yeah, he's going to have Anthony clean the cars for his first lesson. And admit it, for, for like a, a lazy, like, new generation kid that, like, is just used to playing video games and maybe not doing chores especially for one as well off as he was. Uh, I think Daniel tried to make like a really good um, analogy with the video game thing. Like, oh, just think of it. This is level one. Level one, right. And of course, Daniel goes to work, which apparently he still does from time to time between karate fights and teaching it and all that. Yeah. And when he comes back, he sees the cars all clean and he thinks, oh, wow, this kid did a great job. And then some big sweaty guy comes out from behind the car, and it turns out his son used an app to hire a guy to do a menial task. Yeah. So really just totally completely missed the point of the lesson. And to be honest with you, I don't know why Anthony was even trying. Like, what was what was the purpose? Like... Did he really want to be trained? I don't even think he really wanted that. I just, it... I just think he went along because it fit his narrative that he was the victim. So you didn't take it like he really does want more interaction with his father. No, not really. I mean, maybe later in the episode. Yeah, you know, obviously Daniel gets mad that um, that Anthony would do this, and he brings up Mister Miyagi. Anthony's basically like, well, screw Mr. Miyagi. Right, because he didn't really know him. I mean, he was just a baby when Mr. Miyagi died. So he didn't have that. And and he actually goes on to mention that about how he hears all these stories about Mr. Miyagi from everybody else. But he just doesn't have that recollection. And I kind of think that was Anthony's trying to reach out to Daniel, trying to explain to him. I, you know, I don't have the magic in my eyes like like everybody else did for this guy. So, you know, you're going to have to try and reach me some other way. 
than, you know, talking about somebody that I barely ever even knew. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was, I mean, but I mean, that was just like a mild, like, reach out and, you know. Although I will say, I, when when they connected over that, uh, when, when he was looking at all Daniel's trophies and everything, and they were talking about Mr. Miyagi, like you were just talking about. It did seem like at one point Anthony was going to confess that he was actually the bully and then he stopped himself. I don't think he even re- no, I don't th- see I didn't feel I didn't feel that way at all. No. I I, I didn't know. I I just I thought he was about, I, I honestly thought he was about to be honest at one point with his dad because they had just kind of connected and then he changed his mind because he didn't really want to get in trouble. I I don't think the character in general is that confrontational because he gets bullied into bullying. For all intents and purposes, by well, those I mean, other that, kids, that is true. So I, you know, I can't really see him being as that overt. Um, he he basically hides behind everything, um, behind this persona, and it's not a good look, you know. And I think also Daniel's kind of feeling he's losing Anthony, um, to just you know, a, a malaise that he just doesn't seem to care about anything. And he's uh, losing Sam to Johnny. And to me, and I think Ralph Macchio does a great job where you really kind of see kind of like the helplessness in Daniel's eyes, where he's kind of basically losing his two kids when he's thinking all along. And again, this goes with the traditional story where, you know, you raise your kids right, do the right thing, and, um, you know, teach them to fight with honor and all this. And, of course, everything's going to be okay. And now he's finding out that even doing all that, it's not. You know, life intervenes and, and people are different. And I think Daniel's having a hard time coming to terms with that. And that's kind of why he was trying to interact with Anthony to get him to be interested in the karate and everything else. Cause he never was before mm-hmm. at all. It was always Sam that was always interested. So, uh, you know, I think this is Daniel's like grasping to try and bring the kids back into that storybook type of setting of, you know, good, good, always triumphs or evil. And, and I'd be the same way I do. I'd be exactly feeling the same way. I was raised on those movies that did that. And now we're real, realizing that life doesn't always imitate art. And and I, I think they're having a hard time coming to terms with that. Both Daniel and Johnny in different ways, though. Okay. All right. And then we go in now. And then I think that what's the next scene? Is that when they um, when Anthony goes and tries to um well yes but be, before ahead? um before we talk about that oh, okay it's kind of important to talk about uh what happened at the cobra kai dojo because the this next thing kind of involves that oh yeah so uh, at cobra kai uh crease and silver have like a a friendly bet on like they each pick a student to face off and who will knock the other student down first whoever hits the mat first loses and Kreese is kind of picking all the right ones, and it gets down to like the last student. So Kreese picks uh, Robbie, and Silver picks um, 
Kenny, the new kid. Mm-hmm. And everyone's laughing. Crease even laughs. He's got like a sarcastic smile on his face. Like, oh, this is going to be easy. And the whole point of this was Silver brought up to the class that everybody has a weakness. And he specifically said, even even your sensei Crease here has a weakness. Right. And I want to stop there for a second because I want to interject. Um, said, and, and that that is not something that's that's uh, unique to um, Silver. That wasn't like he didn't come up with that. Like that's been said for like millennia. Like everybody's oh, sure. got a weakness and everything else. And that comes into play later. I'm sure um, that's I'm sure that's written in the art of war somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, really it is, you know. Um and that kind of uh ticked uh crease off a bit. Absolutely. Uh, being yep. told being told that, like like that was a shocker. Um, like, how could anyone think that he had a weakness? But this is all going on in his mind, and of and course, it goes, and it'll come to a scene coming up right at the where, end of the show. And you're gonna, fight, and you can kind of tell when it was said, and it'll play out later that he takes it as kind of like a slight, right? Oh, yeah, just, oh, definitely it's, when it's just a fact, yeah. And but this is where you know, Crease, as usual, is godlike. And being God, like you're, there's, you're never wrong. You have no weaknesses, you know, um, and power, you know, ultimately triumphs over everything else. But, but yeah, so, so we, uh, go, go back to so what you're saying. Yeah, I just wanted this, to, I want to point that out because I'm going to talk about it later. Match, and, uh, Robbie and Kenny start going at it. Robbie kicks Kenny in the, sh- in the shoulder. Kenny grabs his arm, says, ow. Robbie asks if he's okay. They go to their corners. Crease tells Robbie just to finish the kid quick. Um, Kenny basically says to Silver, there's no way I can beat this guy. And Silver's like, you're missing the whole point of the exercise. Mm-hmm. And when he says that, and you know, because Kenny says uh, Robbie has no weaknesses. And basically, Crease explains that it's not a, like just about physical weaknesses. It's about... Well, not Crease, Silver. Sorry. Yep. Silver explains that it's basically not just about physical weaknesses. It's um, emotional psychological weaknesses and they strategize you can't hear what they're saying but when they start fighting again robbie once again kicks the shoulder kenny says ow robbie once again like asks if he's okay drops his guard and then kenny takes like sweeps his leg sweeps the leg and takes him down to the mat therefore winning cobra kai you're right cobra kai old school sweeping the leg well, and it's um, it also just proves Silver's point, the whole point of the lesson, and which Silver goes on to explain why Robbie lost. And then, of course, they had a friendly bet of beers on uh, which Sensei would win, and Silver won on that last double or nothing bet. And it, you know, so um, I think Crease losing the bet also kind of influences things to come. Yeah. That that bothers him too because and, again he's he's godlike so he shouldn't be losing bets right. either. So now we come to Anthony and Kenny running into each other in school again. Right. Um, Anthony kind of is, is sort of trying to reach out to Kenny's offering to like start off on a new foot, but once again his little friends are right behind him. So Kenny disses him, calls him by his the nickname he doesn't like. That takes mm-hmm. Anthony off. But his friends are also egging him on. And then um, Kenny runs away. The kids follow him because they want to beat him up now. 
Kenny lures them into the library, which no one's in. And once everyone's in there, he turns off the lights and takes them out one by one, ninja style. Yeah, like the octagon or something. And of course, um, he gets Anthony. Uh, you're you're breaking him. up. You're breaking up. I am. Yeah, it's it's really breaking up. Must be on your end because it's Is it? here. All right. Well, I can get keep going. All right, Gab. All right, so just just as uh, Kenny's about to punch Anthony, a teacher walks in and catches him. Next thing you know, Daniel's coming. To, Daniel and his wife are coming to school, and they think that uh, their son's the victim here. That a kid was going to beat the Cobra Kai kid was going to beat him up, and then the other shoe drops, and they find out that his son's been the bully all along, and there's all this video proof of it. And not just like physical bullying, but cyber bullying and all like pretty horrible stuff, all things considered. Yeah. Um, and this kind of like just destroys Daniel. You can just tell on his face that he he's be his kid has become, you know, the thing he hated the most when he was a teenager. Yeah. And that drove him into karate and everything else. And you know, I think at the end where, you know, the, the kids are both out there, you can see Kenny really got what he wanted because he basically showed I think he did it all. I like the whole thing was, was choreographed by, you know, Kenny and it was I, done brilliantly. I, didn't he basically say gotcha for I won? Yeah. 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 And like and then everybody knows that, you know, he was the one, Anthony was the one that was the bully. And he really kind of got exposed him. Really kind of the whole when someone's getting suspended or expelled, it always goes around. And now everybody knows that Anthony's a bully. So, I, you know, it's just going to get worse. You there? Yeah, sorry. Oh, I heard something weird. Sorry, yeah, that that time my speaker crapped out. Okay. Okay, we're good now. All right. So then we come so, to okay, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Start the same time, guys. You can um, go. Unless you have so something else to say about the the parents. No, no, I'm good the, on that. Okay. So um, then it basically like the episode ends with uh, Crease bringing Silver's beers, and it's a brand of beer that they drank in Korea. Or was it wasn't Korea or not? No, I'm sorry. It was, it was Nam. Nam. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a brand of beer they drank in Nam. And then they start reminiscing. And basically, Kreese starts lording it over Silver that, you know, he calls him Lieutenant. He was the captain. And that, you know, uh, he saved Silver's life when Silver was like scared and afraid in the in the in the prison camp and all that. Um, He really and basically his... said to him. I don't have any weaknesses. You know, if I did have weaknesses, then we wouldn't be sitting here drinking these beers. Basically, yeah. And then, basically, as the story goes on, it just gets worse and worse for Silver. And Silver um, seems like he's very crestfallen. And I, you know what? And let me, um, this particular scene right here uh -huh. is where I think. Um, 
Silver really decided to do what happens at the end of the season. I think this is where he's this like, is where you know the what? plotting the plotting begins. Yeah, per se. I think yeah, because he's like, I think at that point he Silver's had it with Crease. Like we'll, that was we won't bit. outright say what happens at the end of the season, but I'm pretty sure if you're listening to this, you've already watched the season, right? And you already so know gonna what's going to happen. But I don't want to put it out there, right? Exactly. Possibly doesn't, but I think I, I just want to say that on this episode, I think this is where it really was like. No, that so it was it, like I've had enough. Yeah, that makes total sense. It's like, all right, I need to start protecting myself, basically, or Cobra Kai. One or the yeah, other, yeah, and or and both. well, yeah. Without get, I, I don't want to say anything else because it'll just yeah, really yeah. go into what's going on. But uh, but that's all I had to say on this one. Well, actually, we missed a whole we missed a whole thing because one of the funniest things about this is uh, Miguel finally learns that his mom and Johnny are dating. No, I forgot to talk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, we were talking about it in pre-production. I forgot I that. So goes all together in my head. And it's funny because like they're all together in in the apartment, and like they're like, "Oh yeah, should we tell him yet?" Yeah, and then let's pick his favorite restaurant. Let's go to Applebee's. No, 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 I can't go to Applebee's. There was an incident. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and meanwhile, Miguel's in his mom's room for some reason, looking for something, and he finds Johnny's headband. So he comes out, puts two and two together, and like. Pretty much confronts him right away. Yeah. And then he thinks he's cool with it. Flash forward to uh they're at Eagles Fangs practice, the new female students there, and Johnny holds Miguel back from engaging in anything physical. Which, you know, all his male students get kicked in the balls. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he's teaching them uh dirty tricks and how to defend yeah. against it and get used to it. So, but, like the one the part where he episode, throws like the, or, the the sand like in his in the uh, <laughs> penis press face, I'm like, they're gonna be fighting in in a like, a, you know, a gym. On a mat. It's not gonna be yeah, any there's sand, not gonna be any sand. sand to throw anybody's face. But. but I guess I guess in the event that they fought in person before yeah. that, I don't know. It was just hilarious. Yeah, but you know, at the end of the lesson, all all of his friends are mad. Like, oh, okay, teacher's pet. Is he going to tuck you into bed and all that? Yeah, and that's kind of where where Miguel says he's had it, you know, with, with with everything, you know, with them dating because he says he wants them to be, uh, you know, um, wants it going back to the old way. Um, and then Johnny like breaks down and says, you know, goes over how he felt when he, you know, his mother. And his father, you know, were broke up, and they kind of rebond new- over this. But bef- for that to happen, Johnny had to show up and take Miguel out of school. Yeah, and then they they bond, and they're gonna practice and learn a move when Sam shows up to it and wants to learn the move as well. And Johnny's yeah, like, you, "Is your dad ends. cool with you being here?" And she's like, "Hey, he knows I want to learn both styles." Yeah. And he's going to teach them the tornado kick. Yeah, the tornado kick, which we don't uh, see actually in action yet, because that it ends the the um, the episode as he's preparing the watermelons. Yep. So that is basically the end of this episode, and that's all she wrote. Yep. Pretty what sure we said. covered. We did not miss anything. Yeah, yeah we, we almost, almost did. did. Almost yeah. did. 
then we had to rewind, come back, and then uh, go over that. But yeah, that's all I got. Okay, so next time we will uh, talk about episode eight, which is entitled Party Time. All right. <laughs> Sounds like the- my kind of episode. <laughs> In the meantime, make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Old Nerd, Young Nerd. And as always, I'm Derek. And I'm Todd. And remember, normal normal is is the the new boring. boring. Thanks for listening, everybody. All right. Later on.